Yahtzee. It's you go, boy. On tonight's episode, the debut inaugural episode of the You Go Boy podcast, we got Dave Sturchio of Chop Sports Media. Let's get it. So where's my camera? I got I got three cameras. Where's my camera? Oh! oh look in 4K! Wow. In 4K! I'll get to our illustrious guest shortly, um, but eyes on me. I'm your boy. <laughs> you go, boy. Um, I'm so thankful and so grateful that you guys are going to come on this amazing journey with me. If you love Joe Rogan, you love Joe Budden, you love Adam22, No Jumper, uh, Fresh and Fit, whatever. If you love... If you love talk show podcasts where people talk to the best of the best, this is the place. This is the home. You guys know me from music. You guys know, like, I, I've been doing a hip hop thing since 2000 and God knows, the, the 2010, 2011, 12, who knows. Uh, but I also do the podcasting thing. And uh, shout out to my brothers at the bass, Ed Boy, DK, um, Fab. You know, we actually shot an episode here a couple weeks back, but this is my solo venture. This is the You Go Boy podcast, live from Bravery Studios. This is a certified hood classic. (laughs) And um, quick bio, and then I'm going to shut the hell up and get to our guest. Um, I have a background in music. I went to Penn State University. My parents are from Nigeria. Grew up here in Jersey, and I fell in love with music and comedy and so forth and so on. But... Podcasting is where my real, real passion has been birthed for so long. You guys have been following on. Shout out to all my subscribers over at the You Go Boy uh, YouTube channel, all my followers on Instagram, so forth and so on. Um, my last two videos, Jonah the Great, over 100,000K views. My last, uh, Juice versus Sauce, over 100,000K on YouTube. So but, humble. <laughs> so humble, humble brag, like brag. <laughs> But um, this is we also do podcasting on this channel. We do podcasting episodes. This is the first of a billion or a million. Who knows? Uh, but make sure you like the ch- like the video, subscribe to the channel. This is the first of many. And I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna shut the hell up because you're gonna learn about me pretty much in every episode. But it is all about our guest today. And on tonight's episode, the inaugural debut episode of the You Go Boy podcast from Bravery Studios. <laughs> we have a producer, a podcast host, a retired professional wrestler, as well as a current in-ring announcer. He's got 10 years in the biz, co-founder of Chop Sports Media, as well as a lifelong Dallas Cowboy fan. Yeah. You know I'm going to bring America's team in this mug one way or another. Yeah, yeah. We got the one and only Dave Disturcio is in the building. What's going on, man? Thank you so much. 
for having me, bro. I appreciate you, bro. This is a nice little setup here at Bravery Studios. Bravery I, Studios. I, I dig it. I dig it. We got Marv on the board today, too. Shout out shout to Steve on the boards, man. He, like, uh, you know, I know he couldn't make it tonight, man. Heart goes out to you, buddy. You know, we'll be here for the next episode. Thank you. But um, Dave, 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 Dave Distercio. Chop City. I call you Chop City on here. Chop City? All right. Chop City. Chop City. Chop style like the rapper. Yeah. <laughs> thank you for coming on, bro. No, thank you for having me. It was I, a little bit of a venture getting up here, but I mean, oh, yeah, I mean like. Jersey traffic, right? Oh, bro. I, and I texted you on the way up here. I was like, well, it's the summer. You would figure people are going south to the shore, but it felt like everybody and their mothers were going north. So yep, like, yep. I'm like, come on, man. And uh, no, nobody knows how to drive in Jersey, so oh, that's, that's where we're at. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> I had to get a Jersey guy on here for the first yeah, episode. Yeah, for so sure. Fully, full, so I got a fellow Jersey guy, I got a fellow Cowboy fan, a fellow wrestling nut, a fellow comic book and sports nut, so... I, I see myself in you, the the, the, the bearded, yeah, the yeah. more bearded version. Oh yeah, no, the the, the, the luxurious beard that is. This is the moneymaker. So this is uh, that's how I write the checks around here, bro. Absolutely, absolutely. So we're gonna get into everything that that is you, man. So um, so you do Chop Sports Media. You're the co-founder. Let's talk about it. How did it start? Where did it begin? I um I went to the Connecticut School of Broadcasting right out of college. Right, yes. so I went to. Uh, Jesse went to community college. I I don't have this Penn State uh, lineage that you Sorry. got. Shout out to Micah Parsons. We um, are. We are. Yeah. So I, I went to community college first. Uh, got my associates in sports journalism. I wanted to be a sports writer. That was my passion. Right. I loved to write about sports. Love sports. Grew up watching it. Um, and then. I, uh, I segued into the Connecticut School of Broadcasting. They hooked me up with an internship after completion. Now, remember, I, I'm a big Cowboys fan, as everybody knows. Well, if you don't know me, that's that's pretty much how I'm built oh, yeah. and wired. Uh, but the funny part was uh, they give you this big binder of uh, internships to apply for. Mm -hmm. So I saw the Jets, and I was like, well, I'm Jersey. I don't hate the Jets. I got yeah. some Jet fan friends. This might be fun, right? Right. So I'm like, this is be good. So I applied to the Jets, and I got a call about three weeks later, and the guy goes, hey, this is uh, Steve Venditti with the New York Giants. And I'm like, oh, hold on, hold on. They're like, <laughs> I, I applied for the Jets. Like, what yeah. He's like, hey, you know, we're looking for production interns for the New York Giants and this and that. And my, uh, uh, Joe Scacciaferro and Farrell Productions. And I was like, uh, uh, yeah, bring me in for an interview. Let's go. I want to work in the NFL. This is where I want to be. So I, uh, I did it. I interviewed there. Don't get it twisted. I went there to Giant Stadium uh, with a massive Dallas Cowboy decal in the back of my truck. Of course. Of so course, it's like right course. off the rip. If they don't, if they don't hire me, I know why. Yeah. You know what I mean. I get that job, <laughs> nice, nice. and it was incredible. Like it, it was. The, unfortunately, it was the 2007 season. They actually won the Super Bowl. Oh, and, but I did get to see Romo and Owens and everybody come in and torch them. Oh yeah. We I, torched I, them I watched that, that on Fox. I remember we, that game. We torched them. Oh, year oh, so yeah. i'm all for it nice uh so sports media and broadcasting has always been in my repertoire as far as what i want to do nice um then all of a sudden you know right out of school and internship what do you do as an adult you gotta get a job you, get, uh, you know it's like oh oh bills. what's that we got bills now that sucks yeah. so now oh what's that i want a new car that's you know so now all of a sudden the bills start piling up and here i am i'm like i gotta get a job so i did what every american would do and i applied for a job at enterprise or in a car because <laughs> they give you the tools to be your own boss so i did that and right i did that and it was horrific i love it, I love it. first thing they tell you to do is shave your beard and no facial Hair. I was like, wait, well, pause. This is the Yankees? You're right. That's what I said. What are, what are we doing here? So I worked there for a couple years, and then lo and behold, I um I'm a big wrestling guy, as you know. Yes, sir. I, I go talk to, about it, don't I, I go to indie, uh, one of these indie shows in Rawway. I find out, come to find out they're opening up a school. And I'm like, I, I love my broadcasting, but I do have a, a best friend who passed away in 2007 named John, and 
our goal as kids were to become WWE Tag Team Champions, no nice. matter what it took. Nice. So I was like, you know what? We got a school here. I feel like I'm in decent shape. Boy, did I find out that I wasn't once I started training professional wrestling. That's a whole other beast. Wrestling comes and goes, but then in, in 2014, I have like this little bit of a cosmic shift. I tear my ACL in the ring. Oof. So then I'm thinking to myself, all right, what the hell am I going to do during recovery? Obviously, you go to do the rehab and stuff like that. So it's it's all fun and games, but I, I still need something. So yeah. Pat Buck, the owner of WrestlePro now, uh, formerly PWS, said, you, you want to be on the announce team? And I said, well, I mean, Pat, I got this background, and I've been wanting to do this forever. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I did, and I and I got on the commentary team at first. And then, lo and behold, once upon a time, like I got into the ring announcing because I wanted to fill in for somebody for one match. Mm-hmm. Turns out I was pretty goddamn good at it. You right. know what I mean? Hey, so all of a hey, sudden, hey. I start doing that, too. But lo and behold, the whole time I'm sitting there like, sports is my thing, and this isn't fulfilling that thing. Right, right. And I'm not knocking pro wrestling by any stretch because that's what I love, too. I, you can have mul- multiple loves. You know, so all of a sudden, 2000 and I guess it was 18, 19 comes around. Wrestling is kind of on the back burner because I'm already retired. I'm doing commentary. I get that itch, man. I get a job with the with the Cowboys Wire um, early 2020, I believe, and that's writing for USA Today and the Dallas Cowboys. Nice. So I was like, all right, I'm in. Let let me get back to my writing. You know, let me get back to what I went to school for. Absolutely, absolutely. And then I had this aspiration. I said, you know what, man? I want to do more. I mean, I got a podcast already. I'm doing the writing. I want a media company. I want I want to do something. So I started my own by myself. Nice, nice. And it lasted about two months because, boy, <laughs> anybody who's in this business, oh, yeah. guys that are behind the glass now, guys that are, you know, work for us and work for me, the interns, oh, yeah. this job is intense. It's a grind. Not one, there's not one guy in the world that could do this by himself. Oh, absolutely not. So I was like, absolutely not. At, at, you know, I got a call from a com- one of my favorite comedians. Brett Ernst, who I had, uh, he's been in um, uh, Cobra Kai, you know what I mean? Like, so yeah. he's in all these shows. He's got a stand up special coming out actually June 10th. Plug. Shameless plug. Netflix? YouTube. He, he okay. actually sold it to YouTube instead of Netflix. So okay. I guess he got the better. Hey, wherever the check the comes. Better payday, wherever, yeah, but anyway, comes. so he, he hits me up and I had a, a, a podcast called the Stellar Sports Media Podcast, which Stella is my daughter's name. So that's why I wanted to Stellar. So girl, name, dad, girl dad. Oh, yeah. And now, now my boy's seven months. So it's like, <laughs> she's great. Nice. This all is happening way too fast. So then I realized, like, over time, I'm like, man, I can't do this whole media thing. I thought I could, but now all of a sudden this guy, Brett Ernst, wants to jump on a podcast to talk about the Cowboys. Yeah. I said, yeah, of course, I can do that. Mm-hmm. So Stellar Sports Media went away, and I started doing another Cowboys podcast entitled The Jersey Boys Podcast. Yeah. Three guys from Jersey, him, his brother, Keith. Uh, we started doing the Jersey Boys Podcast about the Dallas Cowboys with a New Jersey spin on it. Yeah, We're always in sure. enemy territory, sure, blah, blah, sure, blah. Sure. Very niche down. It was fun. Nice. Last year, the obviously the pandemic happens. Everybody's like, what are we going to do now? You know what I mean? And uh, we're all sitting at home, mm-hmm. right? We're all getting Donnie dollars. So we're all kind of cashing in. Everybody's making some kind of oh, yeah. money all oh, of a sudden. Oh, I got my Donnie dollars. Right. So everybody got, these, <laughs> all, everybody got this money. And I'm like, oh, I'm obviously, I got the kids at home. And, and uh, so I'm paying for all their expense. Yeah. I'm not doing much for myself. Mm-hmm. And lo and behold, I'm trying to promote the Jersey Boys podcast. My old, old friend I've known since my Big Shots bouncer days back in 2010. That was one of my, like, million jobs that I had after Enterprise and after I was just trying to make money. I was, it, I was a bouncer, right? So so you worked the door. You, yeah, no, I was the door and, you know, I was separating mother effers out there. I was like, hey, come here. You know, like, you you come here, you know? Hey, you walking walking the waitresses, to, uh, walking the, the, the bartenders to their car at the end of the night because nobody was going to mess with them. You know what I'm saying? If nice, I did it. Nice, so, nice. lo and behold, I met a guy named... Uh, by the name of Chris Gucci. 
Gooch. Gooch, right? That's, so, that's the guy. That's the guy. So I met him in 2010 or 11, mm-hmm. and he had hit me up on one of my Jersey Boys podcast posts, and he said, "Hey, if you ever want extra traction, you can post your podcast in my in my Facebook group entitled Chop Sports." Mm-hmm. I was like, what the hell is Chop Sports? You know what I mean? I had no idea. So I went in there. And when I went into this Facebook group, now everybody knows what a Facebook group is. And, yeah. they, and they know what, what it entails. It's just a bunch of guys talking shit. It could be girls, whatever. Yeah. Can we curse on this? I don't even know. I'm sorry. Yeah, oh, that for okay. sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, We're explicit here. Okay. Um, I just, <laughs> this is, it's the jersey. I mean, I just can't. <laughs> there you go. So I, uh, he goes, put it in Chop Sports. And I said, okay. And I, I got into Chop Sports. Now, remember, everything's still shut down. You know, there's no bars. There's nothing. Oh, yeah. COVID times. Yeah. So... I walk into the first, uh, well, I walk in, I, I, I enter virtually on my phone, just like any other Facebook group, Yeah. and it was like walking into a virtual sports bar. Like, there was conversations, debates, MJ LeBron, this, that, blah, 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 just post after post after post. I said, damn. I was like, you got something going on over here. That's oh, yeah. pretty cool. For sure. So then, like, after uh, after a couple of weeks of just kind of moseying around Chop Sports, the Facebook group, I said to Chris, I said, you know, we should do a podcast at the very least, do a podcast together and talk Evergreen sports, like all sports, put it all together. Yeah. So we started doing that. And then within like three weeks, I had somebody hit me up saying, you know, hey, how can I advertise on your podcast? And I was like, hmm. So then I went to Gooch and I'm like, you know what? There might be a, a business here. And I'm not really sure what the hell we're going to do, but there's money all of a sudden yeah, involved. Is, and I was like, is. well, how can we do this? Then my buddy Jason, who's renting space down in Matawan at a, at a studio, well, not even a studio, just an office building. Yeah. He rents out a studio or space and uh he's like you guys should do your podcast out of here and i was like well why should i do that i got the home set up i'm good but once i got out there and i got to see the space i was like yeah you know if you want to split this four ways we could do it was about the room this size which again i'm sure you the producers here and the owners here bravery started in one room and they got to another room and they got to another room right that's exactly what happened marv is nodding behind off camera right so yeah so that's what happened all of a sudden we got bigger and bigger and more endorsements and more endorsements and all of a sudden next thing you know a guy at work for Sean Basinger said, I also want to buy in. And I was like, buy in? But there's nothing to buy in. You know, he's like, no, no. Dave, I know how driven you are. Like, yeah. everything you've ever touched, it's been, you go. That's you go, go, go. Build it and they will come. And he, he came in as a, as a 10% investor in Chop Sports. Yeah. And, and lo and behold, there we are. Chop Sports Media, a year and a half later, we're still rocking and rolling. We now run the entire suite where we're at one point, we're in a room like this. Now we got, now we're worried about what, what kind of couches we want out oh, in, the, yeah. in the hallway. I, you've I, been there. I, I, been to, to, so, to, to, to chop enterprises. And, and you know what? It's lovely. You, you know what? I can't remember when you were there. It had to be in the winter, I want to assume. It was. It was during season. During football season. Yeah. It's changed 15 times since then. Oh, I Because I, I Gooch has this this tick where it's like if something might look better in a different spot, he just gets to it. He's done it. And like nice. there's been times I've gone to Disney World with my uh, family. I've gone to Dallas for week two. Nice. There's times I've went away. I come back. I don't even recognize the place. Oh, lovely. I'm like, what the fuck did oh, you do? You know? Oh, we'll do but some, it's we'll always. Do, we'll do crossover episodes. It's always, I, I can't wait to go down It's there, always guys. good, though. It's yeah. always. It's always productive. It's always, you know, he's got a mind for this and an eye for this. Like, this is going to, and you just, it's so funny. Me and him are a yin and yang. We are definitely a checks and balances thing. Yeah, for because sure. you at need first, that. You need that. yeah, at first I look at somebody and say, I'm like, what are, what are we doing here? And he's like, hear me out. And then he'll do it, blah, 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 blah. And then he goes, you'll see what I'm saying. And I'm like, 
Yeah, yeah, I do. You know, like mm-hmm. all of a sudden, yeah, so that makes sense. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so the, the partnership between me and Gooch is very good. He's very good with the hands-on stuff, the the set the set design stuff, yeah. the graphics, the overlays, all the technical shit. And here I am with my marketing background and and the voice and you know. Yeah. And this is no offense to you or anybody else, <laughs> but I don't think anybody could touch me on the mic. I, I don't <laughs> think that if I start going, you can't stop me unless you have like a a red thing, you know, one of these warning things red like light. go home, go home. Other than that, I'm gonna just go. The, you know, listen, so the, the point of the, the point of this show is to feature the guests. I can get up here and just oh, talk, we can talk shit, like talk about and, myself until they get to the castle right. home. And, and, I, and, and I have plenty of podcasts to do that. Absolutely. You know, what I mean, this is another outlet. You exactly. Know? But uh, yeah. that's where we're at, man. Chop Sports is rock and roll. And we have, you know, last year uh, at, in July when the when the college kids all of a sudden got ruling where they can actually make money. Oh, then and and I agreement. Stuff? We Ooh, dove right baby. into that. Oh, we said, to. you know that's what? Smart. That's smart. Hold that's on. Smart. We can we have our own online store where we're doing our own merch merchandise anyway why don't we design merchandise for these college athletes they can make stuff and make money Mm -hmm. done you know, all of a nice. sudden, we went from two guys. We had Mike Tavertoff, defensive end of Rutgers, right? And then we had uh, John Paz, Poznanski, one of the best wrestlers in the country at Rutgers. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, we got hit up by, like, an agent who's, like, about to represent all these guys going into the NFL draft. He's like, can you help these guys out? I'm like, yeah, send them my way. It was just me and Gooch. So I'm just like, yeah, this will be fine. It's like 25 dudes. are like, hey, help me out. I'm like, holy shit, we're in over our heads. Nice. But nice. we find a way to nice. make things work. And here we are. You know, we're a business. I'm proud to say there's no debt. You know what I'm saying? Like, we are in the green. <laughs> in the green in the we're green. doing fine. That's you key. know, And that's, that's key, key at this point. But now, like, we're dialing up. We just had a big meeting today, me and Gooch. And I had a, you know, a meeting with our investor last night. We're going to dial things up, level up a little Absolutely. bit because you have to. Because if you stay stagnant, you can get complacent. And then all of a sudden, your business will be under before no, you know. No, for sure. Like, and, you know, I tell this, we mentioned this uh, on, on the base podcast, my other one that I do with my, my buddies from Penn State. Um, so many content creators, whether in podcasting, whether it's in music, whether it's in cooking, whatever, mm. they don't understand the marketing side of it. Oh, it, is, it is. It it's is. It's constant. It is constant. Aside from staying fresh and um, and uh, content, just keeping. Um, fresh content or whatnot. I'm being consistent. That's yeah. what I was thinking for or whatnot. You have to have a marketing side. I got a, I got a guy in India. He's got a whole agency. He does the marketing for my music. I was just going to say, <laughs> so I, I don't know changer. how you do what you do because I see a lot of your posts and it's just like, that's a lot, you know. That like that's a lot of posts, and that's why you know you listen. I listen to your music and everything like that, and it's because I see it on social media all the freaking time. time. But that's what you got to do, man. Got to stay consistent. Like, you, you have to be to. the most to. annoying person on this face of the to. earth. Hey, yeah. And, and but lo and behold, before you know it, people will latch on to you. All of a sudden, you're a, a face, and you're a company within communities. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like yeah. Woodbridge, Colonia, like Central Jersey. Right now, we plan on having on lock. Of course, you know, and then move south, move north, move west. You Absolutely. Know, we got people watching our show from. Alaska, California, Seattle. Yep. Like, we're all over the place. I, all got, I got fans in Russia. Yeah. Like, right oh, now, dude, of the, of the Yugo boy. <laughs> I, got, I got a guy hit me up yesterday. Like, hey, man, hey, mate, I'm from the UK. And I'm just like, who the fuck? I'm like, all right, Christian let's go. Bale? Yeah, right, him too. Right? And I was like, okay. And he's like, I, I listen to this. What team should I root for in baseball? I want to get into baseball, love. And I was like, oh, I love the Yankees. I don't know. Like, what, <laughs> you want to you know what team's the best? The Yankees. Um, but yeah, so it's it's been a whirlwind, man. And it, it was a long journey to get here. I mean, that's And when, say, in this, when I tell you it's the only the beginning it really is because if you think about it It without getting too deep like i'm 36 right i'm 34 so if i lived till just say 65 let's just say dead at 65 Mm -hmm. that means i'm only halfway home yeah i got the rest of the go you know so i'm gonna keep going and going and going until 
until the ticker stops. <laughs> like, I just, you know, sometimes I feel like it's gonna. I'm prematurely, no, no, but don't, don't put that out. No, there, I'm just bro. saying. Like yeah. I'm, I'm just always go. I try to go to the gym in the morning, get there, get my workout in, get back to the office, start my office job, blah blah blah. Get home, the two kids, blah blah blah. I'm like, oh boy, and then I finally like put on like a TV show, and by that time I'm like, all right, I can't wait to. Just, and I'm done. Just tap down. Well, you signed on to to not only be a part of this world, but to be an innovator and a creator in this space. Yeah. So that's what comes with it. Oh, that's yeah. what comes with it. So like And I embrace that kind of and stuff. And that's beautiful. That's mm-hmm. the beautiful that's the beauty of it. I mean, I when I got into music right out of college I got signed. Like immediately. Like I was just that good and I was able to network or whatnot. And I realized while I was signed that that for the first time in my life I wasn't I wasn't hitting the ground running being that bulldog that I was in college. Because at Penn State, I built a whole network. Mm. I mean, I was opening for MC Light and Stolly from Maybach Music Group and Afro Man. And like the Afro like Man? Like the Afro Man. No I, still shit. I still got his number. That's awesome. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I, I, I kicked it with him backstage. He's That's hilarious. That. Listen to that. He's drinking a Colt 45 the whole time. But, uh, and, um, amongst other things, I'm sure. Amongst other things. <laughs> herbal things. Yes. Uh, and Shout out to you, Gooch. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I, I realized really quickly while I was signed that I was, I was, out, of my, I was out of my element. You know, I was leaving my my future in the hands of others instead of taking the reins and just doing what right. I do best, and that's networking. My whole time at Penn State, bro, I built a production team. I had local media. I had uh, um, I had a fan base. I was doing house parties, and do, like I was treating that like that was my Madison Square Garden, and the places were packed. So, you know, y- you would think when you get signed, oh, yeah, that's the next step. No, 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 no. You start all over again. Hmm. You know what I mean? And with politics, you're not in control of decisions or whatnot not unless you're an independent. Correct. So when I got off the label and got back on my grind, that's when I run into you. That's when I start building the brand. And I've got, I've mentioned it, we're at, my last two videos combined are at 250,000. So a quarter views. of a million people a million. are watching you do your thing. On my own. And that's, that's without awesome. a record label. That's without a record label. That's and you know what? Yeah. And that's, that's one of the things we based our business on. Mm-hmm. Uh, we pride ourselves in being outside the box. Like our daily show to, that we have, have Monday through Friday at 11 o'clock, right? We go live every single day to talk sports. But we pride ourselves on not being the first takes. Yes. We, we pride yes, ourseles yes, on not being the yes, Skip and Shannons. Yes. I'm glad you mentioned that. Because I'm glad boy, you oh boy, that. like they literally, like if I had, like they gave them a script. Yo, yeah. right, how do I piss off the masses today? <laughs> we don't do that. We talk. We're authentic. We, we present the facts. You know, like we do put our own spin on it. Everybody yeah. and their mother knows I'm a Cowboys fan, but yeah. I will be a realistic guy and tell Absolutely. you when they suck. You yes, know what I mean? Like yes. you saw my tweet. I'm sure not too long uh, yesterday about the the cap situation. Absolutely, I said I was right there with you, dude. I'm like, I'm like, all right. I was like, how the fuck are the Rams spending all this money? Like, Stephen Jones is sitting there like, we're right there at the cap. Right there, we're right there at the cap. Right we're there. right there, and I'm just like, mm, no. Uh, how do we spend 200 million dollars like the Rams and win a Super Bowl? We can't do it because we don't care. That's how we actually became <clears> friends because I saw one of your tweets. We met on Twitter for, for yeah. viewers who don't know. I uh, what one thing that I am happy that Twitter has gotten better at is the algorithm. Them is is um, basically if you're a fan of a team, they put you in a community with people talking about the team, yeah. um, tweeting about the team, mm-hmm. sharing actual data outside of the big four letter networks, the ESPNs right. and the Foxes and CBSs of the world. Uh, so I saw you on there on your soapbox defending the team and giving facts and being unapologetic. And I it, it just you just kept coming up in my feed, bro. You just kept coming up. In my the feed. only way <laughs> the only way I can get there was a couple of tweets that went like a little ape shit and like. 
I was unapologetic about him until it got to the point where I was getting like death threats and stuff towards my DMs, and I was like, "Bro, it's Jalen Smith. He sucks. He sucks at football. He's not a good linebacker, and that's unfortunate because he was the best linebacker in the country at one point. He was, and then he just lost, obviously gets hurt, yeah. lost a step. No pun, but like, yeah." He, just became a bad football player. So if I'm going to sit there, I made a highlight video of him missing tackles. And yeah. people were like, oh, my God, I can't believe this guy. You call yourself a fan? I said, I am a fan. But I, I'm a fan of a team that wants to win, not with this guy. You're an objective fan. I, You're listen, a realistic fan. People, There's people, a difference. People a difference, used to call folks. me. People, I had people in my community and my circles of friends call me delusional. Like, I'm not Mr. This is our year. No, I'm not that. No, I might make a shirt. No, I no. might make a shirt that says that <laughs> yeah. with a star underneath. This is our year. Yeah. Because everybody says it every year. But mm-hmm. I'm not that guy, man. Because no. it's just like, what do I want out of life going forward? I want one more Super Bowl to embrace with my brother and my dad so we get a big group hug. Facts. That's all I want. Facts. That's all I want. Facts. A long group hug. Facts. One more. Mm-hmm. I was ten in '95. I was. I don't get. I don't get to embrace that <laughs> as much as I remember crying. I remember crying yeah. when when uh, Bill Cowher called for the onside yeah, kick. Yeah, you thought we were gonna blow it. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> I was like, I'm ten. I'm like, I'm like, Dad, you're gonna lose. Ugly he's cry. Like, ugly cry. Yeah. I was like, what, what's gonna happen? I can't believe this. And, and you know, he's like, calm the fuck down. You know, sit down. We're gonna win the Super Bowl. And. um and that was yeah. So I just want one more. That's yeah. it. I still got it's that. Not one hard on, to ask. I still got that one on VHS. And yeah, I, so do I. And the, the goal is to go on Instagram Live, whatever, and be like, "Hey, listen, I can put this on DVD now." Time to burn it. <laughs> time, time to burn it. Time to just kind of kick it. it to the side and be all right. Yeah. yeah. Nah, so that. So. So. Um. Um. Uh. Marv, can we get some pictures of Dave the Destruction? I want. I want. Oh, I want. No. What are you doing? Dive back into the wrestling real quick. Uh, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Absolutely. We got a lot to cover. We still got. Still got a bunch of time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's, let's hit this one first. Jesus so, Christ. Oh my God. So look at that jacked mother right so, there. So okay. So. A lot of people don't know about the intricacies. We, we can nerd out to wrestling. That's what the other reason why I brought you out. Yeah, for sure. So, a lot of people, and again, I've been a fan my whole life, mm. and uh, I, I even wanted to be like a young Sting or Bret Hart's my guy growing up. Oh, I, see, I'm I, a Sean guy. Oh god, that's it. Okay, that's, that's the end of that, right, see that's the end conversation. See later. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, no, I, I, I met Bret uh, at um. Bret, did you yell Brett, for him? Brett. I didn't have to. I was in line. Oh, okay, <laughs> <laughs> at WrestleCom, and um, so, but a lot of people don't understand understand the intricacies of like you mentioned it earlier you got to go to a wrestling school you have to learn how to fall you have to learn how to run you have to learn how to take a punch listen i wish it was as fake as everybody says it is you know i i would have had a a, a acl that never went away you know like right i I got hurt in the ring the unfortunate part was that it happened in at practice in front of all my students fellow students so it wasn't in a match wasn't even in a match so i couldn't even get the heroes clap on his way out you know what i mean like oh yeah i'll be okay everybody i'll be back you know but it was at practice and i you know took a headlock takeover like it's the most basic thing in the world and there i was gone for six seven ten months right wow but Pro wrestling to me was when I started it. I remember taking that first bump, and I was like, "Fuck, was that?" You know, like, <laughs> "Where's the, where's the sprint? Why can't I pop right back up?" You know, I've done, you've done, everybody, any wrestling person has done a, uh, a backyard wrestling with yeah. trampolines, right? Or, or bedroom wrestling with Tell your you, brother. Yep. Was, yeah. Oh yeah, I mean, I don't think my brother's beaten me once. You know what I mean? But and, and it was by design because um, I'm sure right now he could probably take me out, but. I looked at pro wrestling getting into that as as a challenge, as something I wanted to fulfill because, again, my best friend John, we grew up loving this, and I told his family, I said, you know, it's funny, this belt is here. Of and course, of course. this is the belt that uh, his family gave to me nice. when he passed. Oh, When he passed, he was like, this is, John's, this is John's title. You know, this is John's Ric Flair belt. It actually said Ric Flair on it, and I was nice. like, thanks. 
that belt is still hung at my house. You know what I mean? Like, I I will forever have it. But I knew that I wanted to fulfill something else, not just as a fanboy from the other side of the rail. I wanted to see what it was like, right? Started the training in uh, June, coming up on literally in a day. I'll be a 10-year person in wrestling. Started in June of 2012. 12 other guys. That's it. There was 11 other guys other than me. So under Pat Buck, Pro Wrestling Syndicate Dojo, right? That's that's where I started. I took my first bumps over there, and you know there was times where I was like, "Not for me. I'm done. I yeah. can't. This is this is too much. Like I, I'm getting my ass kicked. I'm gonna bro- cracked ribs within the first three weeks. Nobody was beating me up or being reckless. It was me not being able to fall right. right. And I, all these people out there thinking, you know, these guys taking bumps every night, like, you know, oh that looked weird because it probably was. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And it probably screwed somebody up. You saw what happened to Big E. You saw what happened to like, these yes, guys yes. that land awkwardly. That's part of the business. It is, yes, scripted, and, and everybody knows what's going to happen, but you got to get there yeah. safely. And, you that, know? and that trust in your, and trust in your, your opponent. In your there's opponent, there's plenty sure. of guys that I worked with uh, over my time. And look, I don't have this laundry lift, uh, list of matches, but like the guys that I worked with over time were all great. All safe. Nobody ever, you know, I got kicked in the face once, but I wasn't protecting myself. Right. It's simple. Put your hand up. I didn't. I was like, well, I'll take it. You know, just boom. Kick my lights out. But like outside of that, you know, taking the bumps uh, it got frustrating. Uh, I didn't know how to do it right. Jay Lethal was somebody who came up to me. Nice. Yeah, he's from Jersey. Yeah, he's yeah. a Jersey guy. Oh, he was yeah. at the school one yeah, he's night. At a, he's in AEW right now. Yes. Nice. nice. I was, uh, I was, it was, I must have been maybe two months in, and I still wasn't bumping right. And I was like, I can't, I can't get this shit, you know? So I'm, when I'm bumping, I'm also getting up and I'm slamming the mat. I'm like, God damn it, you know, I can't get this. He pulled me aside. He said, So besides yourself, who's frustrated with the fact that you can't take a bump right now? I was like, I don't know. He goes, is Pat frustrated? My trainer. I said, no. He goes, am I frustrated? I'm the guest trainer. I said, I don't know. Are you? He goes, no. He goes, if the people that matter aren't frustrated, you cannot be frustrated with yourself this early. Great advice. And I was like, great advice. Shout out to Jay Lethal. Lethal's the man. Shout out to Jay Lethal. And lo and behold, one of my favorite matches I've ever called now is him and Kevin Matthews just recently, a couple couple months back. But Lethal was an integral part. Sammy Callahan, guys that I met very early were very, like Sammy Callahan put us in our place right away. My first match was a battle royal with 24 other guys. I won the damn thing, right? Oh, nice. Yeah, it was great. First match ever. A lot of these guys that come into pro wrestling and they're not as spoiled as what we were. Like, when you're a, like your first match, it's probably in front of like eight people, mm-hmm. right? My first match was in front of 1,300 at the Railway Rec Center Whoa. at a battle royal where pe- people were chanting my name. And I was like, how is this my first fucking match? Like, no way. And I won the damn thing, right? Now, lo and behold, what are you supposed to do as a professional? You win your match, you go to the back, you shake the hands of the boys, and you call it a day. What did I do? Won my match, shook the hands of the boys, went out into the hallway, hugged my whole family, I was, and he goes, you, get over here. And I'm like, what's up? He's like, get the fuck back in there. What are you doing? Like, you're supposed to be this distra- like destruction, and you're out here kissing babies yeah, high fives? Bring characters. Get out. Yeah, bring like, get back to the locker room, bro. Yeah. Like, you, oh, who yeah. are you? Yeah. And I was like, okay. You know, and I never did it again. Nice. And then I met constant people in my first couple months who gave me, like, great advice, funny advice. I was in line. I was in Gorilla, you know, yep, about yep, to go out to yep. do a six-man tag match, and I run into Paul Bear. God rest his soul. God rest his he soul. was there doing a. Nice. He was managing. I forget who was managing. He was managing Vader that night. So God rest his soul too. Yes, this is yeah. terrible to just, even just, say. Just goats, too many people. Man. This, this guy just met just, everybody. Yeah, but too many people are passing <laughs> away. So yes, God rest his soul. God um, rest so soul sure. I go, he goes. You're nervous, like Paul Bear to me. I was like, yeah, I'm, yeah, Mister. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm pretty nervous. Mister Bear, yeah, Mister Bear. I didn't know what I called him. I might have even called him his his old name or whatever it was. I don't remember what I called him, but I might. You know what? Screw that. I said, sir. I did say, sir. Nice, I was like, yes, nice, sir. I'm nice, very nervous. Nice. He goes, 
good. It doesn't get any easier after this. And I was like, what? And my music plays, and I'm like, all right, here we go. You know? So I'm like, there's so many people that I've constantly met, and I don't name drop, but like I've worked with a lot of cool dudes. My claim to fame for a little while was my match against Hacksaw Jim Duggan. I wrestled him oh. in Belleville, New Jersey, Did where I was born. Two, two by four? Oh, yeah. Oh, he chased nice. me around the ring with it. <laughs> and I was like, uh, do I run out of the ring? What do I do? Um, that was great, but it's so funny when you work these legends. Like, he was had a bum right shoulder that night. Yeah. Right? So he goes, I'm going to throw everything left. And I'm like, what? So I got to like, change my whole game plan because I'm used to taking anything offensive on the left side. But now I got to shift my whole game. I don't know what I'm doing. Right? So here right. I am bumping and feeding for Hacksaw Jim Duggan. I lose to a clothesline. That's it. Close line. One, two, three. Game over. I'm just like, half Yeah. I was like, dude. But again, when that when that music hit, it's game time. What my music hit, I came out. I was ready to go. His music hits like, oh, and I'm, the camera deadlocked on me, and I smiled so big, such a cheesy, <laughs> like I'm about to be in the ring with this fucking guy, man. That's this is so nuts. cool. That's nuts. But, but you're you're a fan at heart. I yeah, mean, I, I've, I've been, I've and been I there. always will be. I, I had the same vibe. I I met CM Punk at Eternal Com and Nassau Coliseum. I met Sting at Comic Con. I met Bret Hart, like I mentioned earlier. I met Ric Flair. When you meet guys that you like, I met Flair. Yeah, yeah he's like, great. Come on, man. You you meet these guys and you just it, it's it's impossible. Current wrestlers even they'll, they'll say the same thing they, they turn back to high school or younger than I try listen I try to sure. be as professional as I can even in it's a hard. set even, even in hard. a setting like this because now that I'm you know I'm still doing commentary for WrestlePro and we're bringing bringing in massive names month after month um, it's it's easy for me to say hello 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 right but then like you bring in a flair and it's like oh my god <laughs> like, it's Ric Flair man Mr. Woo himself you know what I mean but um you know I, I've met a lot of cool people I've interviewed guys like Booker T like that oh, was fun yeah. I called them my newest homie in the, in the interview <laughs> and he looked at me he's like you didn't say that tell, tell me and I was you like did not just and I was there with the mic like oh shit <laughs> you know, like, but it's a, I'll send it to you it's actually a funny clip oh I gotta see that um, it's put a that, younger put that in post. 2014 <laughs> young uh, day destruction but it was fun man that, wrestling has delivered everything that I wanted it to I got out of it for about the pandemic shut it down completely, but right before the pandemic, I was kind of checked out a little bit. I was yeah. like, you know what? I was hearing a lot of things uh, surrounding the, the world of professional wrestling, and I, without getting into too much detail, there was a lot of just a lot of dirty people in the business. And yeah. I was just like, you know what, man? I, I got a kid now at the time, and I was just one kid. I was like, I, I can't be around this shit right now. Yeah. You know? So I kind of like kind of did the whole like ah, nobody will see me you know like and I'll just back out into the sun no big fucking speech or anything like that or post like I'm out of here retiring I was just like you know what I'll, I'll come back eventually but just right now I don't want to do it right. then the pandemic happens I didn't have a choice Yeah. right then the WrestlePro comes back wrestling and they're doing crowds again and um I got the itch right away, and I was For like, sure. I was like, fuck. Now you, I was like, I gotta get back. You've brought out some big names, man. I'm talking Dude. like like Cody Rhodes. I yeah, know. that was that was great. Um, Killer Cross. Killer, yeah, that, that was I, just I, like I, last I love, month. I love that guy. Killer I love Cross. That guy. I'll tell you what, man. His style is like real cool right now. He's doing like a MMA bruiser type. Like I'll just kick, like, kick your feet, like, like, like down your throat. Yeah, like Joker theme and yeah, these, no, like, it's these a very vignettes. cool thing. And, yeah. and Scarlett is one of the greatest people I've ever met. So super kind every time I meet her. So them as a like a pack. As a, as a just like a, a unit is like fucking. I heard money. they're coming to AEW. I heard AEW. I mean, that's, we'll that's, see. That's, that's I mean, I'm I not. I'm not in Tony guy. Pat Buck is now at AEW, so see? my trainer is there as a nice, producer, nice, and I nice. literally, I mean, 
you know, I don't know where it's going to go, but my my uh, demo tape is with Tony Schiavone right now. So hey, can you imagine if all of a sudden it's like, would, by the way, you know, I would love Dane's going to sign with AEW. I don't I don't foresee it happening because I you love ne- what I you, do. But you never know. You you put you listen. You put it out in the universe. Yeah. What am I going to do? What's the worst that can happen? They say no. No is the worst thing. That's I've, why I I've been tell people. the reason why Chop Sports exists is because I've been told no exactly a million times. That's the reason why I was tired of saying no. So I said yes to myself. That is the reason why you're sitting at the You Go Boy podcast because a number of people told yeah. me no for my logo. Not right. even, not even for a space for the logo. What's wrong with the logo? No, no to, to yeah, I, yeah, I don't have time. I can't do it. Or my intro video, oh, yeah. or this, that, and the third, or or space. No, time. you or just that. listen. You, you just, just have you to. just stick with it. Speaking of AEW, hmm. you when um when MJF cut that promo a few weeks back. I know MJF. You know Max can, is my can, guy. Can you? Can I get some MJF? To, please. How, how do you? How do you know? No. How do you know him? I don't, I don't well, know. He's a he's a product of of the school of the school I went Same to. Same school. So Creative Pro happened after PWS shut down. Creative Pro branched off into two schools. Creative Pro. New Jersey, Creative Pro New York. Nice. So this is a funny story. Okay. I'm in Creative Pro New Jersey, obviously, right? And they're brewing stars left and right. They brewed, um, they created Tommy Wansaw, who is uh, Bear Boulder of Bear Country. Nice. Creative Pro New York created Bear Bronson. So they kind of met there. I was working at Sirius uh, NFL Radio nice. in 2014. Was this, so I, was this after the, uh, the, uh, the internship? Yeah. Okay. So after the and after the ACL, so I was in wrestling already. Yeah, you were, so you're in it. You're Dave Lagreca is a friend of mine. He's one of my teachers. He hosts Busted Open every day. You know what I'm saying? So he's a friend of mine. Nice. He gets me the job in there, and I'm I'm working one of the I'm doing like board work. You know the, the bitch made work. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. the stuff that entry level. Like that's what you got to do. You're working on boards and working everything. And I had this guy who was my supervisor. He's younger than me, and he's my boss. And he found out that I was wrestling under Creative Pro New York, right, or New Jersey, and he's like, "Man, I would love to do that." And I was like, "Well, yeah, just if you want to do it, there's a there's a school in New York. You should go." That person is Max Caster of of, of the the acclaimed. You know what I mean? Nice. So, and, and we got Bowens. Nice. Bowens is from Creative Pro New Jersey. So all these guys are coming from these areas. So when I met Max, I'll tell you right now, MJF was living the gimmick immediately, right? So there was a time where I was very jealous of him. I was like, this guy, uh, even Bowens, guys that came in where I'm like, they're going to be bigger than I ever even dreamed of being. Sure, because they, you got, knew they got the it. You, you know, knew you it. know they got the So, of it. course, right, I'm right. being uh, I'm being a jealous jerk-off. We go down, uh, I think it was WrestleCon 2017. Nice. He's still doing, it's Orlando. Okay. He's still doing Creative Pro New York stuff, and he's being booked on this, that, and the third. He's starting to make his name brand new, and I was just like smug. I was like, oh, I can't be bothered by this guy. You know, he's a, he's a jerk-off, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and he is, and he, he is. is. He'll that, tell you. That's He'll his, tell you. He that's is. a shtick. That's I a watched shtick. a video the other day of him like just getting in the face of a guy in a wheelchair. I was like, what are you doing? You know. But uh, I, um, I, he's, he's, he's something MJF, else. Shout out to MJF. But he went out to Alaska with us. We wrestle pro. He was, oh, so he went with you guys? Yeah, he oh. was on that tour. He did a he did a a, a three way match between him, Janella, and Pat Buck. Nice. And nice. it was phenomenal. I got to spend some time with him, and I'm like, man, this kid is awesome. He's a good dude, right? But then this this thing happens the other night, and I'm looking at the camera, and he's looking at the camera, and I'm just like, it's hard for me to say it's a work, or because boy, like he is airing some shit that he needs to get off his chest, and maybe Tony Khan gave him that go, like, all right, yeah. look, I know you're pissed. Here's one segment. 
Have at it. After that, we'll talk. That, Say whatever yeah, you want. Yep, yep. And then we'll go. Yep, like there's that's what happened nothing's with, off limits. That's yeah, what happened punk. with the punk thing. Yeah, same you know, thing. Like, this yeah, I think thing. was better. I think too. I agree. I, think, I, agree. I, I agree. I, I, I listen. I used to like CM Punk. I still. You do. blocked me on Twitter, homie. Aww. So uh, CM Punk blocked me on Twitter. The reason why he blocked me on Twitter, truth be told, he lost his first UFC event uh, against my friend <laughs> Mickey Gall. Yo, you know Mickey Gall. I know Mickey. Get the fuck so out of here. like I know Mickey through Rich Petitionock, who's another MMA fighter, right? So I knew Mickey through that, and I got it. You know a potential interview with him at the time and I'm like so all I said was congratulations to at Mickey Gall on your big win over and I didn't at CM Punk he must have been on one of those like I'm gonna search for my name and anybody who says anything negative I'm gonna block and he blocked me that night and that was it the rest is history so if you're out there Phil uh, you just (laughs) unblock me and we'll be cool you know that's cool I might even be working for I might be announcing you one day don't you want to be nice to a guy like me you know no I like him dude his shtick is great you know what happened to him obviously recently with the injury and stuff after winning the title that stinks shout out to Punk I hate injuries man injury obviously been there done that so it's like I hate injuries I hate when that derails a program yeah for if he's sure. on a, if he's on a burner all of a sudden like then all of a sudden that gets derailed so I like CM Punk I like his shtick I you know the fact that he blocked me I felt that was like a badge of honor like oh he saw my shit oh, huh? sure. yeah he saw my shit cool no it, it got awkward when I met him because uh, I, I again I, I, I fanboy I can't I can't help it like he I so I'm waiting in line I finally get up I shake his hand sit there with the gloves it. on and shit I didn't <laughs> <laughs> got my X's on my gloves like, oh my god I, I, oh my god Mr. CM Punk I, I did not dress up in his in his uh, outfit, right. I wasn't that bad. I know but, it was uh, perfect, but go ahead. But we we shook hands, and then he was just like, "All right, we're good." I was like, "I love you, man," and I hugged him. Oh Jesus <laughs> Christ! And he, and he was like, "Oh, okay, cool, all right, cool." Yeah, that was all right. Like, I uh, Punk is a is a cool dude. Uh, speaking of blocking, not to segue over to football, Des Bryant just recently blocked me. Oh man, you're just on a spree, dude. Between Des Bryant and Mike Fisher, oh, like oh, I don't fuck. know. So sorry. I, <laughs> Mike Fisher can suck it if we're talking wrestling. He can do the whole DX job. Mike Fisher can totally eat me at this point. Uh, I think his shit is just, his shtick is old and tired, um, much like him. But, um, you know, when Des Bryant blocked me, it was simple. Like, he went off on. Wow. It was when, uh, when what happened? You got to try to get Des to block you, bruv. I'm sorry. I mean, I, but that's the thing. And it was a joke. It was a funny joke. And I thought it was actually going to be received well. Um, I forget what it was. Or what, it may have been the Brian Flores stuff that was happening, all of what his issue. Yeah. But it wasn't in that regard because I would never obviously do that, right? So he said something about Jerry Jones or Jason Garrett or somebody, or it's not had to be about the Jones family because Garrett's already gone. Yeah. And all I said to him, I was like, man, you're talking like that, you're going to lose your box seats, bro. Yeah. <laughs> and that was, like, you're not going to have your seasons anymore, dude. If you just keep talking shit about the Jones family, they're not going to watch you there anymore. <laughs> but then, bang, block. I'm like, Come on. I at least you're consistent. Like, Cole Beasley blocked me a long time ago. But that was, I deserve that's, that one. You know, I don't, I don't blame you for that. He trashed, he, he, he trashed Dallas on his way out. Yeah, I but I deserved it. it. I was playing Madden one day, and I was in the Super Bowl, and Beasley fumbled on the one, and I went on Twitter, and I was like, well, this is as realistic as it gets. You, did you lose? I lost. Oh. But I said, I was like, this is as realistic as it gets. Beasley cost me the game. <laughs> and like, and he's just like, yeah, okay, asshole block. And I'm just like, all right. Wow, Madden cost you that relationship. Awesome. Yeah. Ma- Marv, are we good with time? How? How, how 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 good are we on time? All right, oh, cool, cool. Yeah, we're good. We're good. All right, cool. So um, so yeah, let's let's get into some more cowboy talk. Um, so we have to. I mean, I, yeah, yeah, of course we have to. We have to. Uh, you brought me on all about the star twice. Yeah, all and, about uh, the star. Rest good, in peace good, and good good looks for rest us. in oh, peace. It's, it's gone. I mean, 
I got no time now, man. Oh, it's like man. my Cowboys fix is why I, I still do the Jersey Boys. I'm still doing a podcast on blogging the boys, which is the biggest okay. podcast uh, in, or biggest podcast network for the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. I'm in with them because I was in with them with Jersey Boys for a little while. And then it's me, my buddy, uh, two writers, Tony Catalina and Aiden Davis. They're both amazing dudes, and we drive really well together. There's a trio of us. We call ourselves the first in ten podcast because we're the first podcast that goes out in the week. Right. First down. You know, like let's first down. <clears throat> let's start it up. Right. So uh that's what I've been doing on the Cowboys front. Like okay. Jersey Boys even took a little bit of a backseat. I'm just Busy man, it yeah. sucks. I want to do more shit. I want to do podcasts like this. I want to go out and market ourselves and stuff. But before you know it, we do the live show, the prep, the pose, the this, the that, the third. You look up and it's four thirty. I'm like, yeah. what the fuck? I got here at seven thirty, eight o'clock, dude. I, I know the feeling. Um, what happened? Uh, again, me, me and my me and my guy. Shout out to my my brothers at the base. Um, like. I, I was such I'm still an intricate part of that show and we we even cut back and we do about two, hard, two or three episodes a month or whatever but I told myself alright I'm gonna of course stay with my brothers we're gonna keep doing our shows but to get mine I gotta I gotta start this one now because mm. I know because yeah. I know because everything I've done including music podcasting uh, career wise every time I start something and that snowball effect happens because I'm yeah. a vicious person mm-hmm. and like I get people involved and I've before I know it I've got a team and now I've got deadlines and stuff all on eyes me. on you so exactly. to get it done yeah. right so, yeah. so it's not so, easy man I'm so, telling yeah. you now we even got sure. interns doing work over at shop exactly. and I'm like you're delegating over here bro this but guy. even that I sat down <laughs> for a cup of coffee for today and then the internet went out I was like well gotta do this now like mm-hmm. it's always something but not to piggyback off the Cowboys, but yeah, I'm still talking Cowboys. You did come out. We did talk some shit. You know, we were very cautiously optimistic about the team, and I guess rightfully so at the end of yeah, the day, right? right I mean, like, this right. is what happens. Uh, we actually went to a Cowboy game together. Yes, we me, did. Me, you, and a couple other guys. And we won. Oh, we, we kicked won. the shit out of, of the Giants, the, as the, always. The, 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 the Giants. What else yeah, is new? Yeah, I mean, come on. It's the Giants at this <laughs> point. Daniel Jones. They're all a bunch of bums. But um, yeah, that was that was fun. But I do, I still follow the like hardcore into the Cowboys. It's just like I'm, I'm trying to get as many outlets. As I possibly can, but I, I only have so I'm only one man. You're only one man. Only one man. It, nah, it's it's beautiful. So um, so uh, how do you feel about the team coming in this year? Um, what, uh, what, what are your what are your feelings post draft, post free agency? I'm in the minority here, man. I uh, there's a lot of people that are like, oh, Cooper gone, oof, you know, Gregory gone, hey, you know, like Lyle Collins out the door. Ah, I don't know about that. You know what I mean? Like guys that are leaving town, right? And Skill-wise, yeah, you lost your your better right tackle. You want to throw Terrence Steele in there now? All right, I can fuck with it. You know what I mean? Like, this this will right. work. You, you draft, you know, was it Tyrants? No. Uh, uh, Tyler, Smith? Tyler, 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 Smith. Tyler Smith, yeah. To play left guard instead of Connor Williams? Yeah. I'm with it. I'm with that. Because oh, yeah. I think left guard last you year. You could have drafted, played better than Connor Williams. I, right. I, right now. I mean, there, he was a walking penalty. <laughs> it was God. like holding, Mr. holding, Mr. Holding. Holt. Mr. Holt. Right. So when we lost the, the, the lineman, I, I said, you know what? That, that's fine. We're okay. When we lost Gregory, I said, you know what, that's that's a hole, uh, but we're going to be able to fill it in with multiple guys. And I saw a lot of stats comparable. Dorrance Armstrong, believe it or not, had a, a very comparable year to Randy Gregory. Yeah, so no. if he was the pet cat for a little while for Jerry Jones, he's sure as hell is, he's made himself at home. You know, the part that I'm like very adamant about is that the Dallas Cowboys offense right now, mm-hmm. on paper, yeah, is better than they were last year. The reason why I say that okay. is there's plenty of times where as good, and I think Amari Cooper is one of the better, best route runners in football, agreed, right? Agreed. He's just agreed. literally, like, he's a like a joystick, yeah, right? Yeah, for sure, for sure. <clears throat> I uh, I think the, the elimination of Cooper 
the adding of Jalen Tolbert, James Washington, the emergence of Noah Brown again. Mm-hmm. I still think they add a piece, mm-hmm. like a T.Y. Hilton, I feel. I, like that's I, I that's where I'm at with that. I agree. I agree. I think Dak Prescott not having to look one yeah. and look all right. will benefit him. Agreed. The whole Zeke thing. I will die on that hill. I still think I will, Zeke's the man. I, I do too. I think that you know he's a different he's a different back now. He's not he's not going to be your finesse guy. That's what Tony Pollard is. This whole offense is going to run around Kellen Moore and how he designs it yeah. because you have to yeah. use Tony Pollard more. You just have to, and Zeke knows that. And CD. everybody and CD. And CD. Like well, by default, him. by default, you're, you're going to have now. to. Right? He's got no choice now. The yeah. offense will be good. The defense will be a, a year better. Uh, pass rushes, everything. It makes everybody good. We don't know what the hell's going to happen with with Calvin Joseph. I sure. don't know if the league steps in and says, "Look, you got to go for six because of what happened." Yeah. Whatever. I mean, if they haven't <laughs> they haven't suspended Deshaun Watson yet. <laughs> don't even touch my Dallas Cowboys. Oh my team. God. Um, We're going to stay away from. Oh, uh, we definitely uh, are. Baby pose. But I tell you what, yeah. <laughs> I, Deshaun Watson. Chop Sports Media on YouTube. We you cut, crush him. You cut this guy. This dude this, should be out of the league this at this guy, point. This guy cut a CM Punk Max uh, MJF I promo just, on it. Deshaun Watson the other day. He is just. Oh my God. Rough you, you might as well anyway. just should have got on the desk, folded Indian style. Yeah, right. And just, just sat there like, <laughs> I got a lot on my mind. Everybody just <laughs> leave the room. This is all me. Uh, Pipe bombs over here. Yeah, but uh, the Cowboys, I think, are going to be all right. Um, their division did get better. Um, you know, one more year under J. Jalen Hurts, I still don't think he's all that great, but he'll get better. He's got A.J. Brown now, so it's like, okay, they got a little bit of a little more weapons. Um, The Giants, new regime, right? I think they're still a couple years away. I think they're one more removal of Daniel Jones, replace him with somebody else eventually. I think the Commanders, Redskins, uh, Washington football team, whatever the hell you want to call them at this point, uh, they're okay. They got Carson Wentz. They got worse. (laughs) Give me Tyler Haneke over Carson Wentz any day of the week. So I I think the Cowboys... Based on their schedule alone, yeah, just cookie cutter. Uh, Eleven wins would be Minimum. like, I, I like would be in my 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 basement. I'm I'll stretch it to I ten, agree. maybe double digits, but double digit yeah, wins this sure, year, sure, and it's just sure. all about getting over the hump. And I think that Mike McCarthy is officially coaching for his life. He is. Uh, there is a literally the a, literally a, li- a lighter underneath his ass right yes, now. Facts. So it's like, by the way, we're gonna dump gas on this in about week seven you're because not, Dan Quinn will take over. He will. like that. You're not gonna go three seasons without one playoff win and think you're gonna keep your job. He's not Jason Garrett. He's, he's not he's, Jason. He's, Garrett. he's not getting that leeway. He, for whatever so reason, for sure. Jason Garrett must have had like nudes, yeah, nudes yeah, had, of Jerry Jones' yeah. wife or something. He knew about the kid. The fact that he, he knew was, about the kid he had on his side. Right. He's like, <laughs> I'll tell everybody, right? And he's like, No, you won't. I bet you won't. I bet and then you like won't. two years later, all of a sudden the story's getting. I'm like, Son of a bitch, he had those films. Um, but yeah, so I think the Cowboys will be all right. I'm not, I'm not too worried. I think that the benefit to the Cowboys this year is that the NFC is kind of wide open. The Rams are bringing back the house, right? They lose parts, they gain parts, blah blah blah. I'm okay with it. I'm also okay with the Super Bowl hangover. Those things happen. Those things yeah. are real. Um, Aaron Rodgers back in Green Bay. No Devontae Adams. That's going to struggle a little bit. I think Kyler Murray sucks. I've always th- I've always I said s- that. I still say that. Yeah, little guy. He should have went that. the baseball route because he's not a good quarterback. Um, the, the NFC is wide open right now for the Cowboys to take it, and I think the only real com- competition will always be the Green Bay Packers because they're going to be there. Um, but the Rams, I, but I, the Rams, I, the Rams are going to be up there. But I tell you right now, guaranteeing it right now. What's today? June what? Eighth, ninth, tenth, whatever. The Dallas Cowboys will go into Green Bay and win. Oh, this year. Drop it. Pipe bomb. This year. Pipe bomb. This Pipe year. Bomb. Okay. Because <laughs> we've been there before. We've went to Green Bay and yeah, won we're, before. We're, we're due, it was a due. rookie. It was the rookie year for Dak and Zeke. And they're we gonna won. Go, they're going to roll and back. We and, won. They're going to run that shit back. Nice. And they're going to do it again. Nice. That's nice. my Cowboys take. Where? How far they go? 
I still say uh, health and offensive line. I mean, yeah, of that's, course. That's, 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 that's the name that's of the game, the baseline. man. That's, that's the baseline. That's, that's if the stay O-line, healthy. O-line stays healthy, Dak stays healthy, defense grows, double-digit wins. Tyron Smith get, has just to— get a tournament. Just Tyron get a tournament. Smith is a, a big tree-fall-hard kind of guy. Yep. Like So, yep. like, when he goes down, that offensive line hurts. It's kind of like how, like, when Sean Lee got hurt. Yeah. You knew the defense would just, just not recover. Shit, shit every so time. I feel every that So, yeah. I feel that way about Smith. So, I think the Cowboys will be all right, though. All right. All right, let's uh, let's begin to wind things down. Uh, how, uh, Marv, how many? How, how long we got? Five minutes. All right, cool. We're we're gonna uh, before we end with rapid fire. I got one more quick question. Mm. So, where do you want to take Chop Sports? You you got you just hit a thousand subscribers, I believe. Yeah, I mean that's not that's nothing that's needed. You can monetize now. Congratulations, pat on the back. It's a place to start. It's a place to it's start. A place to start um, man. Chop Sports. What I want out of Chop Sports is I want to be. The next big sports media company, not named Barstool. You know, like nice. Barstool obviously created their own niche in the in the market and in the game where it's more comedic and loose and multiple departments. Ultimately, I would love Dave Portnoy to be like, "Yo, you got a cool thing here. I want to buy you." All right, cool. But I want to still be the face. I'm not going anywhere, mm-hmm. right? So, yes, when you open a business and you start a business, the end game is to always get bought. It is. I mean, yeah. that's the society we big live in right now. Little fish. Yes. That's so nice. if, if a big America. wig that's comes America. in and says, I'll give you X amount and it's, the price is right, then sure, we'll sell. But I'm I'm not leaving operations. You know what I mean? Like, this is my baby. This is me and Gucci's baby. I think Chop Sports is the next big thing in sports media. I really do. Starting with our daily show every day, 11 o'clock. It's a lot of fun on our YouTube channel. We have a lot of fun. We interact. We pride ourselves in that. Yeah, there, sure, there's a chat sure. going on where these guys are asking constant questions or they're chiming in. We have little characters built all of a sudden. We got the sauce, which is our resident gambler. I mean, if you haven't heard of Kyle Kerms, look him up. Look him up. His <laughs> net worth is ridiculous. Nice. Why? Because he knows how to bet sports. Uh, and he knows how to handicap and all that stuff, right? You got him. You got the Beaver. You got Scoop. You got just all these little guys that have like taken on a world of its own. Where all of a sudden we have our little like our, our little NWO, our little, little, little click, click. You know what I mean? And I'm action. like, this is awesome. We got like, this little niche family, and I think that that's gonna take over, man. We're gonna. You know, I don't want to release too much information because we did come to agreements today, uh, but not come to agreements, just a, a, a game plan. There will be chop productions where there's going to be more people in and out of our studio, renting studios. Yes, Bravery does a great job, and I'm sure that this is what, Bravery Studios! Right, right. So, Marv on the boards! When I saw your website, and lo and behold, I saw the website for the first time the other day when you sent it to me. I was like, this is badass. You know, this is what we wanted to do. One of our elements of what we wanted to for do. Sure, so sure, sure. you guys can have the north. <laughs> We're taking the south. Okay. Like Game we can, we can work together. Bend the knee. Uh, we Bend can, the yeah, knee. we can work together a little bit. But um, yeah, man, I want to I do that. We want to do gigs. We want to do. We want to get into the world of covering li- local high school sports. High school sports don't get enough rub and burn. No, they don't. They, they don't, don't, man. And some of these teams are fucking good. Facts. And, and you know, I want to get back to the community. We've done community outreach. We have have a barbecue you better be coming June the 26th I, I, I love uh, thank you for the invite I, I saw it online yeah, June yeah. 26th we have a, a massive party over at, in Island at Merrill Park so get everybody get all your friends email us and tell us you're coming because you know we gotta know how much beer to get I mean I get a case <laughs> for myself and nice. then we gotta get the rest for sure but for uh, sure, chop sure. sports I think the, the sky's the limit man I really do I I think the dedication me and Gooch are all in yeah, um, I, I, I left that. my full time job for this bro I saw that I, no, I, said, I, I saw that when you brought me in I was making you, yeah. I was making Making decent money, had full benefits, had all this stuff. And I was like, this ain't life. This isn't happiness. Big facts. Going to work every day, hating it. Not hating it. I shouldn't say that because I loved my but job. You felt something and I love the missing. people. But yeah, something yeah. was missing within mm-hmm. my heart. Mm-hmm. I've had conversations, and lo and behold, my last boss 
right? He's the 10% investor. See? So he knew. He knows it's in me. He knows I'm all about this stuff. He knows I'm all in. And I think Chop Sports is is going to hit the ground running, man. ChopSportsMedia.com. Yeah. I mean, this is why I brought you on as the first guest. Like, I, when you brought me in last year um, at, at, for All About the Star, and I saw your digs, I saw your setup. I was like, this guy. This guy's going places. He's 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 got it. Appreciate that. He's man. got he's got everything in place, and I, there's no way that I was gonna start this. I had you in mind. I hadn't even had the logo designed yet. I was like, when I do set up shop with the You Go Boy podcast, I'm definitely bringing on Chop City because you know to to mark Chop this. Chop City, I love it. <laughs> I gotta get the t-shirts. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I've I've got to have him a part of this and to nah, feature, cool, man. and to feature you as well. You know, I to appreciate my viewers that. and also so I can some of your viewers get to meet me too. So yeah, no, this guy's. Legit, man. I'm, I'm, I'm banging the weights, bro. Clanging and banging the weights to some of his music, bro. It's, it's really, Appreciate really good it. stuff. I love it. Juice versus sauce available. There, on there it is. There it is. <laughs> so, all right, let's get it. Let's do rapid fire. Let's Done. get up out of here. You'll plug your stuff. Yeah, man. All right, real quick, rapid fire. Rapid fire. Presented this week by oh. Chop Sports. Okay. Media. <laughs> okay. So. I stole this from James Lipton and in Inside Actors Studio. Okay. I, I, I switched it around because some of those questions were borderline pedo. Okay. We're not gonna do that. Got it. All right. So, what is your favorite word? Chop. <laughs> what is your least favorite word? No. <laughs> In your friend group, are you the one that always shows up late, or are you the friend that always brings all the problems, or everybody brings all their problems to? Oh, they always bring problems to me. Yeah. <laughs> My kind of guy. Biggest pet peeve? <sighs> Biggest pet peeve right now is when you, if you're talking sports, and you announce the losing score first. <laughs> Like they're they're losing twenty one to twenty six, and I'm like, oh god, come on, stop it! No, do that anymore. It's horrible. Pet peeve, huge. If that's my biggest pet peeve, I'm an easygoing guy. You know what I mean? That's the biggest thing, Chris. I love it. I love it. Worst fear? Drowning. But I love the water. It's weird. It's such a weird thing. Just living on the edge. Yeah. Always. Favorite snack? Goldfish. Nice, nice, nice. Favorite movie? Any given Sunday. Nice. Easily. You nice, see how easy nice, that was? Nice, nice. It's number one in my book. Celebrity crush. <sighs> celebrity crush. Uh, right now, is, is she a celebrity? If it's celebrity, you. It doesn't. I mean, Paige Van Zandt. I love her, okay, man. Right, I love her so right. much. <laughs> Marv like that. One. Yeah, no, she's she's a she's a nice nice person. All right, and I think you answered this already. Favorite wrestler of all time? Any any any? Shawn era. Michaels. Uh, HBK. Easy. All right, that brought hearts better. Anyway, uh, and last but not least, what is one job you think you would be good at if you weren't doing this right now? A real estate guy. Nice. Yeah, selling houses. I think you know. I think uh, I can sell a ketchup popsicle to a woman in white gloves. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like I can sell you, boy. Like ice to Eskimos type shit right there. I'm pretty good at that. I can convince you, or like a, a car salesman, some kind of sales thing. I was at Enterprise, but that was just rentals and bullshit. But like right now, I could sell you. What's house. the slogan again? No, I mean, that's from Step Brothers. You realize that, right? Step Brothers. He's like, I did what every average American would do. I'm going to file for unemployment or I'm going to go get a job at Enterprise Rent-A-Car because they give you the tools to be your own boss. And they convinced the shit out of me that that was going to happen. Oh and then, God. lo and behold, I hated life. I love it. I love it. All right. Let's plug stuff away. You first. Yeah, man. Our guests. Follow Chop Sports on all social medias. Chop Sports Media on Instagram, on Facebook. There's the Facebook group. Join the group and 
chop it up with us every day. The most important thing, if you're seeing this, the sound of my voice, or you're seeing this right now, Chop Sports Media, youtube.com backslash Chop Sports Media. Follow us on YouTube, subscribe, watch us every day, 11 o'clock. Uh, it's a lot of fun. We have a lot of fun chopping up a lot of sports. Uh, we give our honest opinions. We do not hold back, so there's no filter no or filter. anything like that. This isn't <laughs> FS1. This isn't ESPN. This is Chop Sports. So thank you, guys, and thank you, dude, for having me. This awesome, is, this is awesome. really cool. And I'll plug away before I bring it on home. Um, Follow me on Instagram, YouGoBoy88. Follow me on Twitter, you underscore GoBoy. Follow me on TikTok, YouGoBoy88. Follow me on YouTube, You-GoBoy, as well as the home mothership, You-GoBoy.com for everything. We got hats on the way. We got shirts on the way. Chop City's got this one. This is the OG mm, one. We mm. got the new one. And we got the we got the new logo. I want that it, one. It, it's, it's coming. That's it's dope. coming. Oh, it's coming. We cool. got merch oh. on the way, on the way, on the way. We got videos on the way too music wise I told you Juice vs. Sauce is out Jonah the Great is out both over 100k 5 Star Dancer is on the way Cartier Glass is on the way Whole Vibe is on the way we got brand new songs this summer more videos and more episodes and again this is the inaugural debut episode thank you to all my followers new followers make sure you subscribe make sure you like the video make sure you subscribe to Chop Sports Media as well Appreciate you. and last but not least thank you to Bravery Studios mm. as always Marv Bravery on the board shout out to Steve this has been You Go Boy that's Dave we out deuces Yatsi again for listening to the you go boy podcast on anchor spotify apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts also all of the music you hear on every single episode is by me you go boy so make sure you subscribe to my youtube channel and stream on all platforms you dash go boy on all platforms take care of yourself love each other yahtzee